Hey, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now in session. The finest internet. Hey, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now in session. The finest internet radio talk show and podcast in the land of Illinois on the north side of the great, great city of Chicago. We are now on the air. Fun time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Have a great time. that are available uh, for the last two days. We were not on the air. Believe me, folks, we were trying. 
we were trying our damnedest to come uh, uh, to be with you on those the last uh, couple of days. But it it doesn't it, it excuse me I can't even talk it didn't work because it was something wrong with the system there was something going on with the system they were making changes without telling us the broadcasters the talk show hosts uh, Black Talk Radio itself um, I know I had guests to be scheduled on the show I hope you guys can reschedule at some point. Um, yeah, uh, we were not on for two days because of uh, management making some sort of changes without telling us. Because if I'd have known of the changes, I would have contacted my guests and uh, said, hey, wow, can you reschedule? They're doing something. I'm looking at my screen here, and I can see that they have upgraded some things of, of made, or made things a little different or a little better, whatever. But at least they could have told the host. They could have sent an email or called that George Wilder, we're, we're upgrading the show, or we're doing this, we're doing that, we're going to be off for a couple of days, don't try to log on. But that didn't happen. Uh, I tried to log on, and I couldn't get on, and I'm wondering why, then suddenly it dawned on me that it wasn't my fault, it wasn't a computer breakdown, it was just they were doing some um, construction work on, on, on their site without telling me, or without telling, I'm, I'm assuming anybody. Okay. Well, anyway, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Enough apologies. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm all apologized out. Anyway, um, <laughs> scheduled to be on the show today is Lisa Espich. Her last name I can't pronounce it, so I'll let her uh, do it if she comes. You know, but you know, some of the guests uh, show up and and some don't, and uh, we 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 move on from there. Uh, but hopefully, she'll show up, Lisa. I'm not going to try. I'm just going to say Lisa because a lot of people come on the show with strange last names and I I blow them, you know, I blow them. Uh, not their fault. It's my fault. I, I Well, you know, sometimes if someone comes on the show and have a 15 characters in their last name, then you <laughs> you just have to kind of uh, let them uh, tell you what it is once they, you know, on the show. All right, the George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air, and we're all about making the world a better place, folks. But it seems like it's getting worse and worse and worse all, all the time. Donald Trump, yeah, Donald Trump is overseas or was overseas or is overseas, and he's making a mockery of the United States. I mean, this guy is embarrassing us left and fucking right. He doesn't even care. I think he's. Do I think the guy is deliberately trying to fuck over the world, fuck over the United States. He's trying to take it over. Does Donald Trump realize he's not gonna uh, be around that long? Everybody dies. Everybody's gonna get sick. Everybody's gonna get become, uh, and, and someone is gonna take his place. I mean, Donald Trump should, in my estimation, he should be trying to be one of the best presidents he can be. I mean, the man is seventy-two years, seventy-two years old. He acts as if he's going to live to be 172. We all, everybody dies. I mean, you, no one gets out of this alive. You're born, you're going to die, you die, you go, you, there's people born. He should be trying to make a great legacy for himself. But this guy is making it so bad, so worse for the United States and, and everything that it's about. He, he, he's trying to even fuck over the entire world, world leaders from other countries. He's going over there bullying them, taunting them, threatening them. That son of a bitch couldn't threaten a rat, a, a, a roach. He's going over there trying to threaten people. Even uh, uh, 
what's his face? Um, John Kerry, who was a former Secretary of State for this country. He 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 said that he 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 made a statement, uh, a great statement, about Trump, NATO, Germany comment. You know, uh, I'm quoting him here, uh, John Kerry, a former Secretary of State. I've never seen a president say anything as strange or as counterproductive as Donald Trump trade against the NATO and Germany. And Germany, it was disgraceful. It was destructive destructive and flies in the face of the actual interests of the United States of America. And he, he goes on and he goes on and he thinks that's another, I think that's it in a nutshell. Okay. He says it was disgraceful. Donald Trump is disgraceful. Donald Trump is destructive. Donald Trump flies in the face of the actual interest of the United States. This is Donald Trump. He is a mess. He is a danger to this country. He's a danger to this world. He's a danger to his fucking self. It's just, he's just a danger. And everything he's doing, everything Donald Trump is doing, everybody he's trying to appoint, he's appointing these people for one thing, to try to get his ass out of jail. Donald Trump is looking for a free get out of jail card as president. He knows Mueller is coming after his stupid ass. He knows Mueller is on his dumb ass, dumb, destructive, and disgraceful ass. He knows Mueller is out there. He knows Mueller is coming. So he's getting all these people. Somebody is telling him to do these things and that he's going to get out of this. He's going to get out of that. He's going to, if he puts Brent Kavanaugh, seats him on the Supreme Court. He's got all these other crazy fucks that he's, he's lining up. He's giving... Uh, uh, government jobs to Russians. This guy, one of the things about Donald Trump and the Republicans, they are not afraid. They're not trying to hide that they're in the bed with the enemy. These people are in the bed with the enemy. And, and, and Robert Mueller says a few days ago that he needed more prosecutors. That means that he's going to be sending a lot of them fuckers to jail. A lot of them assholes are going to jail where they should be going because they're traitors. To this country, the Republicans went over uh, visit, visited uh, Russia. They sat down and talked to Putin, traitors. And then they come back and said well, that we should not be so hard on Vladimir Putin and Russia, and we should not be too concerned about these fuckers hacking our elections. These are the Republicans. Donald Trump cannot last. This cannot last with these people. These Republicans screwing up and fucking up the country purposely, warningly. You got Mitch McConnell over here, turtle face. Mitch McConnell getting ready to sit Brent Kavanaugh, who's going to change the court for decades to come against the people of the United States. He's there for one reason, not to actually change the course, court and 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 take America back 100 years, he's there to try to keep Trump out of jail. He's there to argue that Trump is above the law. Uh, while he's president, he's above the law, and he shouldn't go to jail. That's the same thing they said about Nixon. Nixon resigned. Why can't Trump do that? But I think 
even if Donald Trump decided to resign, and I think he may, Donald Trump may resign, then again, he may not. The, his actions are saying that he will not resign. The most criminal is president in the history of the United States. And he's still going around calling himself great. You don't call yourself great. The people that you're leading call you great. Not a few uneducated fools, but I'm talking about smart people, intelligent people, bright people, educated people. Donald Trump is a, ooh, you got people going around now wishing he was dead. There's people all over the place saying that uh, this man ought to be, this man should drop dead. How, I mean, Donald Trump has been hated. I mean, he's hated. I mean, he should be hated by every one of his intelligence agencies because he feels that he knows more than they do. Every one of them intelligence agencies saying that we were hacked by Russia in the 2016 elections that gave Donald Trump the election. And Donald Trump knows it. And they go over here, the Republicans go to Russia sees Putin, sits with him, talk with him. What do you think they're talking about? They're talking about hacking the midterm elections. They're talking about making uh, Donald Trump president for life. They're talking about making him a dictator in America. Constitution. The hell with that. Donald Trump is just a, a slob off the street who happens by fluke become to president of the United States. He doesn't like our laws. He doesn't respect our laws. He thinks they're stupid and crazy. He, and he tries to get past them. His own FBI department, his own intelligence agencies, I know they hate him. They've got to hate him because he, he uh, ridiculed them. But Donald Trump is underestimating the American people. He thinks we don't have any balls. He thinks we don't have any gumption to stop his ass. He thinks because the Republicans are in, in control of everything and up his ass that we're lost. We're not lost. We just have to mobilize. We have to come together. And we have to take this fucker out of, of the White House. We got to get up off our asses and we got to go do something. Even making phone calls out here, protesting, do something. They know about it. They'll see it. They may not give a fuck, but at least we're out there. Yeah, there's going to be a blue wave. And I do think uh, no matter how hard the Russians try to, and they are going to try to fuck over the midterms, folks. They are going to try to cheat. And this is what they're going. This is why the Republicans and Donald Trump are heading uh, to uh, Russia to talk about nothing else. Why would else would he go over there? This guy is a dictator. This guy is a murderer. This guy is uh, his hands are all over everything. Trump embraces our dictators and he distances our allies. He says the hell with our friends. He goes and mingles with our enemies. And majority of the people from other countries, 
they know it's Donald Trump. They know they're not blaming the American people because because they can see and they can tell that we are we don't like him. We don't want him. We wish he would stay the fuck wherever he goes. They know that. This is the ridicule that that America gets from other countries is straight aimed at Donald Trump, not our country, because so many people from other countries are telling us to get rid of Donald Trump. You guys, Americans, you need to get rid of Donald Trump. And they're they're right. We do need to get the fuck rid of Donald Trump. This guy is a mess. This guy, every time he goes overseas, he's trying to bully and taunt people and just look ridiculous. Donald Trump is not my president. He doesn't represent me. And I want people all over the world to know that. I didn't vote for him. And you didn't vote for him, probably. He got in through, he won the election like Republicans always win. They cheat. Gerrymandering is cheating. That's cheating. And it's it's being uh, uh, done all over America with or without a federal judge approval. These motherfuckers want to cheat. Excuse my language, folks, but I'm just angry. Um, They want to cheat and try to win the election. Gerrymandering is cheating. Donald Trump got won the won the office of president gerrymandering the electoral college and what was the other one gerrymandering electoral college uh, I'll think of it later Ger- anyway gerrymandering is cheating and they're doing it right now Republicans are relentlessly viciously and criminally trying to cheat in these elections. And the thing, the thing that bothers me is why doesn't someone somewhere hold these crooks, these crooks, admitted crook, crooks, overwhelming evidence of these people doing wrong? Why aren't these, why are these people still in office? Why haven't they gone to jail, pr- prosecuted, been indicted? Why? You've got a lot of these crooks and thugs in Congress. There's plenty of evidence saying that they're crooks and thugs. Why are they still there? If one of us went into a uh, uh, a store and, and, and stole a candy bar, <laughs> they would send us to prison. What is it with uh, these traders? To what is it with these traders to America? Why? aren't they in prison? Why aren't they being indicted? Why are they still there and still allowing to do wrong and to fuck over America? Why are they still there? There's no checks and balances, nowhere. But there should be something to say, if you're a public servant and you break the law, your ass is grass and you're out of there. It doesn't, it, it should not be that uh, Republicans breaking the law, they're traitors, they're liars, crooks, you name it, mobsters. Why are they still in office? Why aren't they gone? As if they're above the law, as if they can't be touched. They're going to fuck over everybody, they're going to screw over everything, they're going to mess over the world. Accountable. What is this? 
There are 327 million people in the United States. Why are we taking this? It doesn't make sense. There are 327, some people say 350 million people, the population. Uh, Why are we taking this? Are we just lazy? Are we just waiting for someone else to fight our battles for us? Are we just sitting back being depressed and and uh, bad about all what's happening and all what's about to come? You can't do that. You really can't do that. There's no special uh, person that's going to come out of the woodwork and fight for you. You got to get there and fight for yourself. Yes, uh, one woman said... Um, George, we have no leaders. You ain't kidding. We don't. But one thing we do have, we have, is ourselves. We can be our own leaders. Stop waiting for Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton to come out and fight the Republicans for you. It ain't going to happen. And I do think we need more than a blue wave. I mean, I do think the blue wave is coming. I don't think no matter how much these assholes try to cheat, and uh, mess with our elections, I think if enough people come out, we're going to win this thing. Of course, they're going to try to cheat. You're going to have some people within our own uh, American intelligence agencies trying to stop the vote from going through. Yeah, they're going to try to cheat their asses off. I mean, uh, Donald Trump and the Republicans are going to try. But if there's massive amount of people and... Uh, come out to vote, there's no way they can take this election. They're going to try. Okay. and But I do know there are some uh, Republicans who are standing up against Trump. Maybe that'll help us. I don't know. But, you know, re- Republicans will act as if they're standing against Trump, talk like they're standing up against Trump, but in the end, they're going to give him everything he wants. They're going to give him everything he wants. So... Uh, do we want uh, – I'm, I'm glad to see Democrats coming out and blasting Trump's pick for the Supreme Court. This is a questionable uh, questionable timing at this time. It is. I mean, they've, I actually think uh, the Republicans forced the, the current judge, Anthony, to uh, resign in order for Donald Trump to uh, – uh, in order for Donald Trump to uh, try to sit another judge, another judge, another Supreme Court judge before the Supreme, before the midterms, I think this was a calculated move. I do. I think this was just a calculated move. And if Donald Trump sits this uh, Brent Kavanaugh, which is a bad guy, and the Republicans and Democrats are out there bit, uh, blasting this guy saying they don't want this guy. It, it could be a real fight to uh, sit, seat this guy, especially if the, if the American people get, get involved. We have to get involved. We just can't let Donald Trump and the Republicans just sit somebody on the Supreme Court, and that's it, because your lives will be changed forever. He's going to turn back, take back everything, your rights, your civil rights. Uh, 
especially if you're a woman, look out. Your body is going to be handled by every politician in Congress, Republican com- uh, uh, politician. So we cannot have this uh, Brent Kavanaugh. He's just a rubber stamp for Donald Trump. He, he's actually there to, to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't go to jail, even though he's guilty as hell of committing all of these crimes. Uh, and the Republicans are guilty of, guilty of uh, a- aiding and abetting and, uh, and um, uh, also aiding and abetting uh, and a uh, uh, dictator, an enemy of the U- United States. The Republicans are traitors, put it that way. Traitors, and they are, and they make no bones about being in bed with Russia. They make no bones about it, and they make no bones about kissing Donald Trump's ass. <gasps> Excuse me, folks. Oh well, they make you know kissing Donald Trump's ass. We just have to get up off our butts and make sure these things they don't happen. They don't happen. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. And we've been talking about how to, that we, the people, we have to take this country back. We have to do it. You know, I know a lot of people out there are 60, 70 years old, 80 years old, and some people are in wheelchairs. But you have a phone. Use your phone. Call these offices. Call the offices of your representative. Call the office of your senator. Tell them you don't want this pick for the Supreme Court. Tell them you want Donald Trump out of there. He embarrassed the United States. Tell them that you want a better government or their asses will be voted out. But they're trying to they're trying to cheat in every level on these elections. They're trying to cheat. Okay? Uh that's something we do not want. That something we do not want. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Make sure you call your senator and your representative, 202-225-3121. and tell them that you're tired of, that you're tired of this shit. You want, to see, you want to see positive changes. You don't want to see your rights taken away. You don't want to see uh, women's rights taken away. Because right now, uh, Donald Trump has gutted Obamacare. I mean, you can't even sign up for it anymore. He didn't cut the money for, for signing up. Obamacare is still here, but you can't uh, sign up for it. I mean, uh, maybe if you, you can go sign up for it at your doctor's office or what, whatever, uh, Department of Human Resources. But uh, signing up for it online, signing up for it, uh, uh, if you seeing commercials or on television, the money has been cut. Donald Trump has cut the money for it. He doesn't want you to sign up, as if that's as if he doesn't get sick. <laughs> if he doesn't get sick, okay. Um, here's some here's here's some more from um, John Kerry. I'm quoting: The president set America back this morning. He sets America back every time he gets up. The president set America back this morning. He is steadily destroying our reputation in the world. He is undermining our interest. He he diminishes alliances that we built to safeguard an economy and strategic force. Yeah, he's a mess. 
and it's gonna you know it's gonna take years it's gonna take years uh to get this uh country back on on track again he diminished alliances we built to safeguard an economy and strategic force that has allowed millions of people to live in freedom moreover he displays a woeful ignorance of the work his predecessors administration did to increase european defense spending President Obama raised the issue in a constructive and cordial way that, that succeeded in securing a pledge from the NATO members to increase their defense spending without undermining the cohesion of the alliance in the process. Donald Trump doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I'm, excuse me, folks. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't care about knowing what he's doing. He wants to try to exert his influence, his presence, his power, his stupidity among world leaders. He, he embarrasses us. Fox News embarrasses us because they're so in, in the corner of this president. They're so in his corner. I mean, you've got, <laughs> you've got three or four uh, Fox personalities actually quirking in the White House or working in government in some sort of way. So you get Fox News actually running the country. You know, and uh, this cannot be allowed. This cannot be allowed. We have to get our butts out there. We have to vote. We have to uh, mobilize. We have to get other people out here. Not just marching on Saturday or Sunday, but marching almost every day and marching on the White House, marching on um, the Capitol in Washington, D.C. That's where the marches should be held. I mean, I think everybody, everyone from the surrounding states, everybody should go and just march on Washington. I think 330 million people should just go and just start marching on Washington. We have a dictator or a wannabe dictator. We have a thug and a murderer and a crook in the White House being aided by murderers and crooks and thugs in Congress. Are we going to sit back and let this happen? Your life, your livelihood, your freedoms, your rights are at stake. This is what this asshole is after. He knows you don't like him. He, you, he knows you don't want him. And this may be his way of trying to fight. Donald Trump is the dumbest, the stupidest, and the most ignorant person I've ever known in my entire life. But yet he gets away with this shit because the Republicans, they're just as crooked and nasty and dirty. So I've said earlier, where are the checks and balances. Why aren't these guys in jail? Why aren't they locked up? Yeah, Mueller is taking his time. We don't know what's going to happen. Mueller himself, Robert Mueller, the special counsel, into this Russian investigation and all this other crap that's going on. He's a Republican. I'm just hoping that he doesn't go lenient on these guys. He's a, Robert Mueller is a Republican, but at the same time, he's a cop. He's a police officer. He's an FBI agent. And Donald Trump has 
has just uh, talked about these agencies like they were nothing. Like they were nothing. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. And we've been talking about what's going on in the world because we're trying to make the world a better place. And we will, folks. As long as that blue wave comes, (laughs) we're going to make the world a better place because uh, it can't go any other way, if you ask me. It can't go any other way. last night, President Trump took a step that millions of Americans feared he would take and nominated to the Supreme Court someone who would fill his campaign promise to overturn Roe and declare health care for Americans unconstitutional. Listen, if you are a young woman in America, declare health care unconstitutional. Pay close attention to this nomination. Pay close attention. Because (laughs) Kavanaugh has made his purpose clear. He told us that when he was on that list of 25, he has told us that in every decision that he has made on the issue of choice. And let's be clear about what this is about. It's about government taking on the decision about a woman and what she does with her body instead of giving that woman and her family and her God the power to make the decision for herself. Judge Kavanaugh, you don't belong in this building as a justice. Judge Kavanaugh, you should not be serving in this building as a Supreme Court justice because you have demonstrated an extraordinary hostility to the rights and liberties precious in this country that make this nation great. I'm a no on this nominee. My colleagues should be a no on this nominee unless Judge Kavanaugh specifically commits that he will recuse himself on any issues that involve President Trump's personal financial dealings or the special counsel. If confirmed, he would be among the most conservative justices in Supreme Court history. His views are outside the mainstream and there's every reason to believe he would overturn Roe. While overturning Roe would set back women's freedoms and limit access to comprehensive health care, the reality is it will impact all Americans because we all have a stake in whether constitutional principles are observed. Hey, NBC News viewers, thanks for checking out our YouTube channel. Subscribe by clicking on that button down here and click on any of the videos over here to watch the latest interviews, show highlights, and digital exclusives. Thanks for watching. All right, George Wilder Jr. Show is black. That was a clip from YouTube. So uh, uh, telling you where Democrats stand on the, on this. But uh, I do think Democrats are making, some people are saying that uh, Trump's unprovoked rampage uh, can this country afford to let our baby in chief go into, no, we can't, we can't. Because if Trump goes into a meeting with Vladimir Putin, more likely he's going to be talking about um, hacking our elections again. This, This guy loves our enemies. 
that's what makes him a traitor. And also the uh no, we cannot. This is why I say people people have to have to have to stand up to this moron. He's an idiot. He's he's brought this United States to a mockery and he doesn't give a damn. He doesn't care. He wants power. He wants power. And uh, he doesn't care about people. He doesn't care about children. He doesn't care about anybody. Black, white, green. Yeah, he's a racist. Yeah, he's totally a racist, but breaking it all down, he doesn't really care about anybody. doesn't care who you are. Black, white, green. He doesn't care about people, period. If you're not rich, if you don't have what he has, if you're not a billionaire, if you, blah, 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 he doesn't give a fuck. And he doesn't care. He really does. Pardon my language once again. <laughs> uh, he doesn't care. I mean, you go to work every day. You're taking care of your kids. You've you, you got a car. You have a home. You, Donald Trump doesn't give two craps about you. And you should know that. I don't, I don't need to tell people, uh, especially middle class people, poor people, people who are struggling out here to make ends meet. I don't need to tell you Donald Trump doesn't give two cents for you. You know that he doesn't. This is why we must have a blue wave. We have to have people come out. We just can't beat Donald Trump and the Republicans by a few percentage points. We have to beat them big, really, really big. This is the only, and they will see this, and they will something that they will remember, something that they can say to themselves: Do not mess with the American people, because they are the bosses they we are the true bosses they will so we have to beat these people by large humongous margins and beat them by a small margin they may be able to come back we want to beat them so they can't come back for the next election or the next uh, or the election after that or the further elections after that we have to beat their asses real good in these midterms we got to beat them good folks All right, we'll be right back.
Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, who joins us from Capitol Hill for an interview you'll see first on CBS this morning. Senator Schumer, good morning. Good morning. We know that if Brett Kavanaugh is confirmed, this will shift the balance of power on the Supreme Court for decades to come. Republicans control the majority. Is there anything you can do to stop this nomination? Yes. Well, President Trump, with the nomination of Judge Kavanaugh, has fulfilled or is fulfilling two of his campaign promises. First, to undo women's reproductive freedom. Second, to undo ACA. And so I will oppose him with everything I've got. Now, on these two issues, when he campaigned, President Trump said he will only appoint pro-life judges. He wanted to send Roe back to the states. That means repeal. And who has vetted these judges? A preordained list of 25, preordained by the Federalist Society and the Heritage Foundation. The, Her the Federalist Society is run by a man named Leonard Leo, whose goal in life has been to repeal Roe v. Wade. Ed Whalen, leading conservative commentator, said that no one has done more to create a Supreme Court that would repeal Roe than Leonard Leo. He created the list from but which Senator, Trump chose. Senator. Similarly, one more point here on health care. Uh, President Trump said he wanted to repeal ACA, unlike what Justice Roberts wanted to do. And the Heritage Foundation, which also vetted this list, is firmly in favor of repealing. So you put those things together. Trump, what he said, who he was going to choose, and the vetting of this list, these two, this nominee will repeal Roe and women's reproductive freedom, but Senator, will repeal ACA far against what the American people want. And I when hear the American you. Senator, people let me just get this, in a question, please. Senator, Go ahead. But when they learn this, they're going to oppose the nominee. Senator, when you Go questioned ahead. Brett Kavanaugh previously for an, for an appointment, you asked him specifically about Roe versus Wade. And Brett Kavanaugh said that he believes it is binding precedent of the court, and he would follow that. It has been reaffirmed many times. So why do you believe that abortion rights in this country are under threat? Binding, when you say you'll fo follow binding precedent, that's been a trick. Look what happened last week. Justice Roberts, Justice Gorsuch, they promised they would follow binding precedent, and they undid 40 years of precedent on labor law in the Janus case. Justice Roberts undid in one of the worst decisions ever. Citizens United reached far back and overturned 100 years of precedent. It is not good enough for them to hide behind this shibboleth that will follow existing law, because when they get on the bench, they change. And Leonard Leo and the Heritage Foundation would not have put someone on the bench who would keep Roe, who would keep ACA. Senator, in, uh, when Justice Sotomayor was up for confirmation, nine Republicans voted for Justice Kagan. There were five Republicans. Based on the case you've just made about Brett Kavanaugh, would it be a betrayal of the party for any Democrat to support him in any way? Let me say this. I believe if we can prove to the American people, which I believe is truly the case, that this nominee will lead to a court that repeals women's reproductive freedom, repeals ACA with its protections for pre-existing conditions, we will get a majority of the Senate to vote for it. Obviously, even if we had every Democrat, we need two Republicans. But if we can make that case, we will get a majority. Senator, Brett Kavanaugh last night made a point to highlight that he's hired diverse law clerks, that Elena Kagan hired him at Harvard University. Uh, we saw Justice That's Kennedy surprise many he with gets his on decisions the court on both sides of the aisle. On the court, What's to say that change. a Justice Kavanaugh won't they do all the do. same? They're Republican. Well, I don't think he would have been put on this list had he not been one of these hard-right judges. And the two issues I mentioned are important. There are several others. At a time when we have the Mueller investigation, 
Justice Kavanaugh, Judge Kavanaugh, is way at the extremes. He believes a president shouldn't even be investigated. He has gone so far as to say a president who believes the law is unconstitutional doesn't have to follow it. So with the Mueller situation, with the overreach of presidential power, we shouldn't put him on the bench. And then on gun rights, on LGBTQ rights, on environmental rights, he's way to the right of the American people. I don't believe because he had law clerks of some sort that that makes him any better. If president is fulfilling his campaign promise, hired, a, hired the most conservative groups to come up with a list and chose from the list. The president shouldn't have chosen from the list, and maybe there'd be far more bipartisan support. A lot of pressure on those five red state Democrats. Senator Schumer, thank you so much for joining us. We thank appreciate it. Thank you very it. much. Good to be with you. All right, thanks, everybody. If the president is asked to testify, subpoena so Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani clearly did not want viewers to hear that clip, which is why we're going to play it for you right now. If the president is asked to testify, subpoena it to testify before a grand jury and says, no, not yeah. going to do it. You got to do it. I mean, you don't have a choice. The president is not above the law, is not able to avoid subpoenas. And the president has a right, like anyone else, to go before a judge and say, this is being done for an improper pur purpose. This is being done for purposes of harassment. If a judge agrees with that, fine. But if a judge doesn't, then you have to testify. Giuliani now claims that a sitting president cannot, after all, be subpoenaed, and that it's unfair to ask him why his position has changed. Meanwhile, attorneys for Trump fixer Michael Cohen have asked a federal judge to exclude Stormy Daniels attorney Michael Avenatti from Cohen's case challenging the raid on his office and home. Cohen is accusing Avenatti of creating a, quote, carnival atmosphere with his many TV appearances and predictions about the case. And so joining me now is Michael Avenatti, attorney for Stormy Daniels. So I want to talk about this challenge to your presence in the case. First of all, good morning. So you have now Michael Cohen's attorney claiming that you should be pushed off the case because you are so prolific in talking about the case, including making a lot of predictions that wind up coming true. What is your response to that? Joy, whether we're going to be involved in that case technically or not, and I'm confident that we will be, but regardless, we're not going away. I mean, we're not going to change what we've been doing. It's been incredibly successful. It's been very fruitful. It continues to be fruitful. And frankly, Joy, whether we're involved in that matter or not, it's going to remain a circus. It's going to remain a carnival because the stakes are so high and because Michael Cohen keeps lying about what happened. Donald Trump keeps lying about what happened. If they want the carnival and the circus to leave town, they need to stop the cover up. And part of the reason that you're involved at all is that you did obtain and did release non-public bank information uh, that was relevant to Michael Cohen's case, meaning um, these, these SARS, these suspicious activity reports that had to do with bank transactions that Michael Cohen did. So is it possible to extricate you from that case, given the fact that you were the person who provided that information, at least to the public? 
Well, Joy, we didn't release any um, SARS or SAR information per se. What we did was we released an executive summary that detailed some financial transactions, 99% of which have been proven to be true by independent sources and by the companies coming forward uh, and admitting to uh, paying these monies to Michael Cohen. What we haven't heard, of course, we haven't heard a valid explanation from Mr. Giuliani, Mr. Trump, or Michael Cohen as to why Michael Cohen was selling access to the president, where those monies went, did Mr. Trump know about it, did he receive any of the monies? They, they continue to dodge those questions, they won't answer those questions, and the reason should be fairly apparent to the people, and that is because the answers are very, very bad for Mr. Trump and Michael Cohen. Well, one of the things that they are accusing you of doing in the court documents that they filed in U.S. District Court in Manhattan on Friday was saying that um, that you, uh, in the appearances that you've made, such as this appearance here, are primarily focused on smearing Michael Cohen personally and his efforts to further his own interests in saying you and garnering as much media attention as possible. How do you respond to that? Joy, I only appear on about 30% of the shows, if that, that I'm um, invited on. I mean, I think you and your bookers and others at MSNBC and CNN are well aware of that. So um, that's number one. And number two, of course they want to exclude me and they want to exclude my client from these proceedings because we speak the truth and we disseminate information that's very damaging to Michael Cohen. Uh, they don't like the fact that we are out there providing information and evidence to the American people. They would prefer to just continue with the cover-up uh, and continue spewing their lies as, as they've done for months uh, about what transpired here. You have Rudy Giuliani. You know, you want to talk about a carnival or circus atmosphere. I mean, Rudy Giuliani is the ultimate circus act at this point. Guy doesn't know the facts. He goes on television, says all kinds of things. When he's confronted with his past statements, i.e. in the video clip that you just showed. He's interrupting. He's trying to dodge the questions. He doesn't know what to do. And, and I have a simple question. The president of the United States, when he was running... All righty. Here we go. Thanks for that. Uh, this is just in. I just had to gear my mic up uh, back up because of this. The Senate just voted 51 to 48 to confirm Brian Benchowski, Wowski or something, as the assistant attorney general to the Justice Department. The Senate just voted. Obviously, uh, I'm assuming that majority of, of the senators were Republicans. The Senate confirms the new boss for the Justice Department criminal division. I mean, this guy, Brian Benchowski, Wowski, whatever, he has never prosecuted a single case in federal court. He's never filed a brief. He's never set foot in a federal court. And now he's the head of a criminal division of the Justice Department. He's going to go after Mueller. Republicans just confirmed a man whose only experience was working for the Alfalfa Bank is now the head of the criminal division of the Justice Department. Guy has, this is cronyism at its petard worse. Every single Republican senator should be thrown head first out of office for confirming this incompetent stooge. Wow. The, wow. The, the, 
folks, we have to vote blue. They just, the reason why this guy is in here is, is to stop this investigation of Donald Trump. That's the only reason why he's there. That's the only reason why they confirmed him. They confirmed someone who was just going to kiss their asses. He doesn't have experience, one, for this particular job, this very sensitive job. They just ha have somebody, got somebody in there that's going to do, that's going to kiss their ass, do what they tell them to do. This is crazy. The Senate confirms it, the new boss for the Justice Department, criminal division. This is nutty. This guy hasn't experienced the first. They voted 51 to 48 to confirm Brian Benchekowski ben as, I think I got it right that time, as an assistant attorney general to the Justice Department. And the, and the Justice Department, as you know, is investigating Donald Trump. Donald Trump is trying to find every fucking avenue that he can to get out of going to jail and losing his job. He appoints someone who has no experience in that job, who has known nothing in that vital position, just because this man said he will kiss his ass and this guy is white. Okay, let me say this again. He has never prosecuted a single case in federal court. He has never filed a brief. He's never set foot in a federal court, and now he's the head of the criminal division of the Justice Department? Every Republican should be fired. Every one of them should be fired. I told you, this is Donald Trump's party. They're putting in people who have no experience. No, put it, they're putting in people who are stupid, ignorant, dumb, and uneducated to run these high-profile governmental departments. And that's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. What the hell is going on in our government? What is going on? We've got, we've got senators, we've got representatives who are just a conglomerate of crooks and thieves and criminals in our Congress. The American people, we are going to have to step it up. I think it's going to be more than just a blue wave. These people, I think a lot of this stuff that they're doing, uh, visiting with Russia, trying to tell, let Russia know that they need to hack these elections again. Uh, then they hired people like this with no experience into the Justice Department to try to stifle Mueller, to keep Donald Trump out of jail, to try to tell the world that he's above the law, and he's not. He is not above the law, but Donald Trump doesn't give a, a, doesn't give a damn what me, you, and they say. He figures he's smarter than the rest of us, which we know he's, the, he's dumber than a sack of rocks. We know that, but he thinks he's not. That's because he's sick in the head. He's mentally ill or something psychotic is wrong. Uh, it, we have to, the people, we're going to have to do something about this. This is a damn shame. It's almost laughable. It's almost laughable at way the Republicans are doing and Donald Trump are doing, and Mueller is saying he's got he's, he's to hire more prosecutors because a lot of these jackasses are going to jail. 
And there's nothing they can do because he's going to be sending people with guns to get their asses to get their asses out of Congress and out of the White House. This is a damn shame. We got all this is just crazy. These people ruining America like this and happy and having a ball doing it. Having a great time doing it. Boy, this is something. So this is breaking news. So I had to get that in there. That and uh, it's not the first time, or the or the uh, or will be the last time Donald Trump and the Republicans put somebody who was totally, totally incompetent, totally who have no experience in nothing, and giving them a high-profile, vital government job, and say and basically saying, "Wreck it, the fuck, the tear it up." That's basically that's what they're saying. They give these people a job to say, "Tear it up, tear it apart, bring it down." And that's and this is what they're doing. John, uh, you know, I was just quoting John uh, uh, Kelly uh, on Donald Trump's trips overseas, which are pathetic. He's embarrassing the country. But these people don't care. They don't give a damn. This is what you get for voting Republican. If you voted at all. Most of us didn't vote Republican. But this is what we get for the people who did, who for the people who were suckered into voting for these criminals, these mobsters, these gangsters, these thugs, these lies, these liars in our government. This is what you get. Blatant liars. Liars lying after lie. Liars. This is what we get. We're going to need a more than a blue wave, folks. I'm right with you. I'm here with you. If you need somebody to talk to, if you need somebody to email, or if you need somebody to just inbox, I'm here. We are going to do this together. We're going to take our country back from these idiots, these thugs, these these crooks, these monsters that we have in uh, in our office, in, in our highest office in the land, the White House, the Congress, and the Supreme Court. Yeah, we've got we've got thugs and and all of this and all of these things. We have to take this back. For for God's sake, for God's sake, stop listening to Fox. If you're gonna listen to Fox, if you're gonna watch Fox, turn it on just to get a laugh, but don't pay much attention to what's going on going on on Fox. Those people are loud. Those people are nasty. Those people lie, you know. And a lot of them are working for Donald Trump. You know, so we have it's going to take years. It's going to take months, but we can do this, folks. We can take our country back and we have to because. This should be a fun ride battling these crooks for our country. That's what we're doing. We're battling these crooks to to take back our country because they are going to tear it apart. They are willing to tear it apart. Hiring people who do not have any total any experience at all for the positions that they're uh, in, and and Donald Trump and his total total totally abuse of power is just uh, startling. We'll be right back.
If you would like your product, service, or your book to be mentioned on the George Wilder Jr. Show twice a day, four days a week, <laughs> right here on the George Wilder Jr. Show, just email the show or email its host for more details. Thank you. Thank you. People are fucking nuts. This country is full of nitwits and assholes. You ever notice that? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Right. Yeah. Nitwits, assholes, fuck-ups, scumbags, jerk-offs, and dipshits. And they all vote. They all vote. Yeah. In fact, sometimes you get the impression they're the only ones who vote. You can usually tell who's been doing the voting by looking at the fucking election returns. Man, it sure ain't me out there wasting my time with a meaningless activity like that. You know those people on the Jerry Springer show? Those are the average Americans. Oh, yeah, believe me, below average can't get on the show. Can't get on. Below average are sitting home watching that shit on TV. Getting ready to go out and vote. Filling out their sample ballot. People are fucking dumb. You can say what you want about this country, and I love this place. I love the freedoms we used to have. I love it. I love that. You know? uh-huh. I love it when it didn't take a fucking catastrophe to get us to care for one another. I love the fact that we're on camera all the time from all angles. But you know what? You can say what you want about America. And I say I love this place. I wouldn't have it any other way. wouldn't live in any other time in history in any other place. But say what you want about America. Land of the free, home of the brave. We got some dumb-ass motherfuckers floating around this country. Dumb-ass motherfuckers, you know? Yeah. Now, obviously, that doesn't include this audience. I understand that. You seem intelligent and perceptive, but the rest of them, holy jumping fucking shitballs. Dumber than a second coat of paint. And this ain't just ranting and raving. This ain't just blowing off steam. I got a little evidence to support my claim. It just seems to me, seems to me, that only a really low IQ population could have taken this beautiful continent, this magnificent American landscape that we inherited. Well, actually, we stole it from the Mexicans and the Indians, but <laughs> hey, it was nice when we stole it. It looked pretty good. It was pristine. Paradise. Have you seen it lately? Have you taken a good look at it lately? It's fucking embarrassing. Only a nation of unenlightened half-wits could have taken this beautiful place and turned it into what it is today, a shopping mall. A big fucking shopping mall. You know that? That's all you got. That's all you've got here, folks. Mile after mile of mall after mall. Many, many malls. Major malls and mini malls. They put the mini malls in between the major malls. And in between the mini malls, they put the mini marts. And in between the mini marts, you got the car lots, gas stations, muffler shops, laundromats, cheap hotels, fast food joints, strip clubs, and dirty bookstores. America the Beautiful. One big transcontinental commercial cesspool. And how do the people feel about all this? How do the people feel about living in a coast-to-coast shopping mall? Well, they think it's just fucking dandy they think it is cool as can be because Americans love the mall they love the mall that's where they get to satisfy their two most prominent addictions at the same time 
shopping and eating. Millions of semi-conscious Americans day after day shuffling through the malls, shopping and eating, especially eating. Americans love to eat. They are, they are fatally attracted to the slow death of fast food. Hot dogs, corn dogs, triple bacon, cheeseburgers, deep fried butter dipped in pork fat and cheese whiz, mayonnaise soaked barbecued mozzarella patty melts. Americans will eat anything, anything, anything. If you were selling sautéed raccoons assholes on a stick, <laughs> Americans would buy them and eat them. Especially if you dipped them in butter and put a little salsa on them. This country is big time, pig time. Forget the bald eagle. You know what the national emblem of this country ought to be? A big bowl of macaroni and cheese. A big bowl, because everything in this country is king size. King size, extra large, and super jumbo. Especially the fucking people. Have you seen some of the people in this country? Have you taken a good look at some of these big fat motherfuckers walking around? Big fat motherfuckers. Oh my God, huge piles of redundant protoplasm lumbering through the malls like a fleet of interstate buses. The people in this country are immense, massive bellies, monstrous thighs, and big fat fucking asses. And if you stand there for a minute and you look at one of them, you look at one of them, you, you, you begin to wonder, how does this woman take a shit? How does she shit? And even more frightening, how does she wipe her ass? Can she even locate her asshole? She must require assistance. Are paramedics trained in this field? And standing right next to her, of course, with a plate full of nachos and a mouthful of pie is her clueless fucking husband, Joe Sixpack. With his monstrous swollen beer belly hanging dangerously out over his belt, beer belt buckle, this guy ain't seen his dick since the Nixon administration. And if you stand there and you look at the two of them, you begin to wonder to yourself, do these people fuck? Is this man actually capable of fucking this woman? It doesn't seem structurally possible that these two people could achieve penetration. Maybe they're in that Cirque du Soleil or something. I'm telling you, the people in this country uh, every half, every, every one of them is 50 pounds overweight. They are gargantuan. And in the summertime, God help us. In the summertime, they all want to wear short pants. Jesus, Lord, protector of all that is good and holy. Deliver me from fat people in short pants. They all got short pants, big bellies, fat thighs, and dumb kids. Short pants, big bellies, fat thighs, and dumb kids. Every one of them's got two dumb ass kids with them. And the whole family is wearing T-shirts, and every one of them's got the same T-shirt. I'm with stupid. <laughs> Apparently in this country, the stupids are an extended family. And besides wearing them T-shirts, everyone in the family's got on a backpack. They got a backpack strapped to their back so they can carry around lots of stupid shit. And the reason they got to carry their stupid shit strapped to their backs is because their hands must remain free at all times to hold food. <laughs> and to get that food up to the mouth where it gets shoveled in with all the rest of the disgusting shit they ate that day. And another reason for the backpacks is these people are going to buy even more stupid shit. They ain't got enough stupid shit at home. They just had a stupid shit sale. They ain't got to buy more. They're going to go out in the parking lot and stuff this stuff into the big, fat, ugly, oversized SUV that's got plenty of room in it. Plenty of room in it for stupid shit and lots of room left over for these big, fat, ugly motherfuckers to get them home. Stopping, of course, for jelly roll and fried dough. 
These people, these people are efficient, professional, compulsive consumers. It's their civic duty, consumption. It's the new national pastime. Fuck baseball. It's consumption. The only true, lasting American value that's left, buying things. Buying things. People spending money they don't have on things they don't need. Money they don't have on things they don't need. So they can max out their credit cards and spend the rest of their lives paying 18% interest on something that costs $12.50. And they didn't like it when they got it home anyway. Not too bright, folks. Not too fucking bright. But if you talk to one of them about this, if you isolate one of them, you sit them down rationally, and you talk to them about the low IQs and the dumb behavior and the bad decisions, right away they start talking about education. That's the big answer to everything. Education. They said, we need more money for education. We need more, more, more books, more teachers, more classrooms, more schools. Uh, we need more testing for the kids. And you say to them, well, you know, we've tried all of that, and the kids still can't pass the test. They say, oh, don't you worry about that. We're going to lower the passing grades. And that's what they do in a lot of these schools now. They lower the passing grades so more kids can pass. More kids pass. The school looks good. Everybody's happy. The IQ of the country slips another two or three points. And pretty soon, all you'll need to get into college is a fucking pencil. <laughs> Got a pencil? Get the fuck in there. It's physics. Then everyone wonders why 17 other countries graduate more scientists than we do. Education. Politicians know that word. They use it on you. Politicians have traditionally hidden behind three things. The flag, the Bible, and children. No child left behind. No child left behind. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't long ago you were talking about giving kids a head start. Head start. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. You are I got a question. <laughs> yeah, I have a question for my audience. Uh, why do you think the Klan wear hoods? Why do you think the Klan wear hoods? Well, in case you don't know or you're trying to think, 
Because when they are done with what they're doing, they go back to being your doctors. They go back to being your lawyers, your governors, your police officers, your senators, your teachers. They go back to being your judges, your co-workers, your friends. I got that on Facebook, folks, so <laughs> I thought it was interesting uh, to share. But, uh, but you know what? That's the truth, though. You, you, uh, um, that's the truth. It, it's sickening that something like that is going on in America today, but it is. It is. Hate is just so prevalent. I mean, uh, you're almost afraid to walk outside of your building or your, your home, your, your house, you never know what you're going to uh, meet in terms of hate. Because I've heard people say, George, I've walked out of my house and people called me names, this name and that name, racial slurs was held. I was shot at or I was uh, taunted or because I didn't speak English. They wanted me to speak English instead of Spanish. Uh, hate is all over the place, folks. And I, I wished I was uh, kidding, but, but hate is everywhere. So, and it's on everybody, Muslims, African-Americans, the seniors, elderly, uh, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, um, hate is out there breaking hearts. Hate is out there going around breaking hearts. And it is, it's all over the place. And it's, it's, I mean, when you hear and see uh, some of these videos on Facebook and YouTube where people are just uh, hateful toward another person for no reason at all because they're not speaking the language that they want them to speak. If you're in America, they're well, speak English. You know, some people get pissed off at Mexicans, uh, people from other countries coming to America and talking and talking in their own language when they should be talking English. I don't think that should be a problem, you know. But if you want to be in America, if you want to be an American, you have to speak English. I don't have I've I've been around people in restaurants and stores and malls and, you know, whatever. And you hear people in back of you speaking another language and you kind of want I don't say anything. It doesn't bother me. But some people it does bother. It really some people have gotten tossed out of uh, restaurants and bars and taverns for, because they did not speak English, wouldn't speak English. And uh, uh, as one of the things about uh, to be an American citizen, you have to learn how to speak English. I have, if someone starts coming around me speaking another language, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to even think about it because I'm be too, too busy trying to think about what, uh, what uh, things I have to do. But other people really get pissed off at that. They really get angry at that. And they will hurt people because of it. Racism is just, phenomenal i mean i there i'm i see so many so much of uh, so many videos on and photographs on facebook and elsewhere where it's saying people are uh telling african-americans to go back to africa <laughs> or telling mexicans to go back to mexico or white people saying we're gonna make america white again you know and this is all coming from white people, white people telling African-Americans uh, 
to go back to Africa, Africa or do not patronize a certain business because you're black or Mexicans or Muslims to go back to their countries and don't come back here. You know, white people, some of them, not all of them, you got some great, 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 great white people. You got some wonderful white people, but then you've got the rest of the diehard racist. And a lot of these dummies don't realize that America was never white. It has always been integrated with with people from every nation there is. So for them to tell people to go back to their countries or, or not to patronize a country because you're black, you're Mexican, you're Muslim, or, or you're Chinese or whatever is wrong. But these people, they don't give a damn. They don't give a fuck. They just say what they say and that's it. You know, because they're just haters. They're stupid. They're dumb. They're ignorant. They're Donald Trump supporters, most of them. But I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that America was never white. It never belonged to the white people. America ne never belonged. You got somebody saying to make America white again. America never belonged to the white folks. The American, the first people over here were Native Americans. Some people say Indians. They were the first people here for centuries, if decades, if not centuries. They were here first. If anybody should say get the fuck out of America, it should be the Indians, not the white people. But these are dumb, ignorant people. They're just dumb, ignorant, and racist. They're uneducated, and they don't give a shit. They, I'm pretty sure if somebody done told them somebody somewhere, and said, hey, man, the Indians are here first, and you, and you guys screwed them out of the land. But they don't want to hear that. These people are just full of hatred. And for white people to tell other people who are not like them, who don't have the same color, to get out of America, they should be ashamed of themselves. They should be the ones who should get the hell out. They should not be telling other people to leave. This is a great country. This is a beautiful country. But Donald Trump is, and his shit-faced Republicans are tearing it apart. We, the people, we have to stop them. Any, by any means necessary, we must stop these fucking people from tearing our country apart and then blaming somebody else for it. We just have to do that, folks. Yeah, let's hope for a blue wave. And I think it's coming, no matter how much the Republicans and Russia they're in cahoots with Russia, the Republicans, folks. And if you've been following this, you would know this. They are in cahoots with Russia. They are probably, I don't know for sure, but we're all saying it could be. They might be telling the Russia officials to hack the midterm elections. We have no proof because Donald Trump is meeting with them alone. The Republicans are meeting with them alone. There's no, uh, uh, which should not happen. This should not happen because we don't know what the hell they're talking about. But if they don't want any press inside where they're talking, put it this way, they don't want any press uh, in their meetings, they're saying something diabolical. If they don't want any press, any newspapers, any journalists or reporters 
covering their meeting, they are up to something diabolical. They're up to no good, period. So we can just uh, take this as they're trying to get Russia our elections once again so the Republicans can remain in power and wreck, totally annihilate this country. We're going to do we're going to need to do more than just to vote blue. We need to get this man out. This man needs to get out of the White House. He is wrecking America inside and out. When he's here, when he's overseas, he's embarrassing us, saying dumb and stupid shit. But most countries, as I've said on the show in the beginning, they do not blame Americans. They looking at the idiot, the American idiot that we have in the White House, the American idiot. They're looking at this guy, the idiot who is hiring and appointing other idiots to vital positions in government only to destroy and tear those positions apart. Listening to the George Wilder Jr. show on Block Talk Radio. I'm, I'm pretty sure they got this, they got they've got this stuff straight so far. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the George Wilder Jr. show because uh, we were ha- for two days. I think we've we've had some difficulty. I couldn't get on, and I'm still apologizing to the guests. Whenever something happens. Uh, technical difficulties happens, whether it's my fault or whether it's the station's fault. I always apologize because the guest is always saying, well, I tried to call in, George. I couldn't get in. I, I couldn't. And then I have to uh, uh, try to uh, reach these people and say, hey, wow, we had some difficulties. Can we totally, totally reschedule? And sometimes that happens. Sometimes it will not happen. But anyway, I want to apologize again. We were off for two days, Monday, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, it was off Monday and Tuesday. Because of not because of what I'm doing or because of of me or anything of that sort, it was the system itself that had to. They were up. <coughs> excuse me. It seems they were upgrading and things went haywire. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only radio host that was affected by this, you know. Uh, but it seems to be okay now until something else goes wrong later. Anyway, if you want to advertise on the George Wilder Jr. show, just uh, uh, drop me a line. If you want to be on the show, we can talk about this or that. And, you know, uh, drop me a line. You know, you know, you know how to find me. Uh, the George Wilder Jr. Show is just about off the air. I want to thank everybody for listening and make sure you tune in every day all the time. If I'm not on the air, if I'm not on the air, uh, listen to one of the many podcasts that I've, uh, have here on this site and on, on other sites, okay? I mean, they're just as good, if not better. All right, the George Wilder Jr. Show wants to say thanks for listening. Enjoy your day, enjoy your night, enjoy your evening, enjoy your weekend, whichever one comes first uh, when you're listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Is that loud enough? Is that, uh, or is it low? Try it again, try it again. Okay, try it again. Okay, all right, whatever. Turn up, turn up the volume. Heaven help the child who never had a home. Heaven help the girl who walks 
I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. You do matter. You do matter. Cold blue. All right. I want to thank thank you once again. Have a great evening. Have a great morning. Have a great afternoon. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Whichever one comes first, folks. Have a good one. Bye bye. Join me tomorrow.